0: Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: Have you switched over to an electric car yet? Is it something that you're planning on doing? Is Limerick even electric car friendly? Is there something in particular that's putting you off going electric? Well, we're going to chat to Emma Mitchell, who is Operations Director at the Society of the Irish Motor Industry, to ask a few of your pressing questions and to see how trends are changing. Good morning, Emma.
0: Good morning, Gillian.
1: So, Emma, in your opinion, is Limerick an electric car friendly city?
0: Well, just looking at the figures, um, Limerick accounted for 400 electric vehicles so far, so this year. Um, overall, we've had 14,500. So, you know, it's a significant number for Limerick. And when you look at the number of electric vehicles on the road registered to Limerick, there's just under 2,000. Um, that's including fully electric and plug-in. So, cars that charged by the plug, um, you're doing well. I would imagine most electric
1: cars, though, are bought in urban areas. So these are probably Limerick City cars as opposed to county, or am I wrong about that?
0: No, I would imagine so. You know, and obviously Limerick is a big county and there's a big, uh, there's a difference between urban and rural for what people choose, particularly for electric. But I suppose the range is increasing all the time, you now up to like 4, 450 kilometres on a range which would actually get you from one side of the country to the other. Um, So I think the majority of people are now becoming much more interested because the range is getting bigger.
1: And what do you think is the biggest thing holding people back? Is it the range or is it the cost?
0: I think it's both. Um, I think it's certainly two elements that need to be considered. Um, You know, these vehicles are tend to be a little bit more expensive than petrol and diesel. They're an unknown technology. You know, people haven't driven one before. You know how far your petrol or your diesel is going to get you. You know the cost. You know how the technology works. Um, But certainly, the more they're on the road, the more people are seeing them, the more you're exposed to them. You can see that once you've driven one, they're actually a great car to drive. And, um, you know, you you know you can do the majority of your driving if you have a home charger, you know, and and we are well set up. One benefit in Ireland is many homes have a driveway, so have home charging, which would cover about 80% of your driving.
1: Isn't that something, though, that they're trying to do away with as well, is that building these homes that facilitate cars is, is part of the green agenda is to wipe them out.
0: Well, look, I think the majority of homes that have been built have driveways. They are suitable for home charging. Um, And there is certainly a trend with new builds that you don't necessarily have a driveway. And I think the future is a combination of everything. It's electric vehicles. It's making walking and cycling safer. Um, It's public transport. It's opening that up and giving people, particularly in rural areas, much more options um, with, with public transport. But certainly, I think in the immediate term, Electric vehicles are a very good way um, to, to to reduce your emissions from transport.
1: And I do notice that it seems to be a requirement for private developers when they're, let's say, for example, the new Lidl's and Aldi's that are being built and quite a few planned in the Limerick area in the next few years. Um, uh, originally, I think some of the plans were put in and they were sent back more electric charging points before they'd get their approval. So they seem to be providing electric charging points. But what about, you know, outside of private developers? What's our ratio here in Limerick, do you know, for electric charging points to the
0: number of vehicles? I don't have those figures at hand, but I'm, I'm happy to come on again and discuss those when I, when I have them. But I think, look, certainly we need a wider national charging structure. There's no doubt there. And the budget have said, it, uh, the government put a aside an allocation for investment in infrastructure and hopefully it's spent wisely um, and we really need the infrastructure to stay ahead almost of EV sales. People need to have confidence when they're buying these vehicles even though as I said most of your charging needs will be covered from home if you're lucky enough to have a driveway but you do need a public infrastructure we do take our cars on holidays you do need to go on longer journeys and it is important to understand how that infrastructure works and it's reliable.
1: What about the people who have bought these electric cars uh, and, you know, calculated the cost of electricity, not expecting
0: mm-hmm. that it
1: was going to soar this year?
0: Absolutely. And I suppose energy costs are a huge concern for everyone, uh, domestically and for businesses. And I suppose we welcome the the, the, the incentives that the government have brought in for um, the, the, the the energy scheme for businesses and the rebates for, for domestic. But I suppose there's no getting away from it. Electricity is going up, um, and that is going to, to make charging cars that bit more expensive. Uh, but I saw yesterday that the AEA had a survey and um, had published some figures that your range, um, it can range for the cost of electricity for recharging your car, depending on your tariff, can range from 400 euros to 1,381 and um, that's a huge swing and I suppose it's up to everyone to have a look at their electricity bills have a look at your tariff if you're out of contract pick up the phone talk to your provider and pick a tariff that will work for you particularly if you have electric vehicle the rates for charging at night time if you're on that plan can be much uh, more reduced.
1: Can you give us an idea of the comparison of, you know, the cost of fueling uh, an average electric car uh, with electricity compared to, you know, petrol or diesel?
0: Yeah, and again, this uh, piece that the AA put out yesterday had um, some stats based on 17,000 kilometres. So they reckon the equivalent for diesel would cost 1,900, for petrol, 2,300, and for electric vehicles, Depending on your tariff, somewhere between four hundred euro and one thousand
1: four hundred euro. That's a huge difference. I mean, it's obviously if you're only spending four hundred euro, it's a lot cheaper than two thousand three hundred. Absolutely. But uh, how do you get caught spending fourteen hundred? Is that just not looking at the right plan? If you're charging, you know, if you're paying that to to charge an electric vehicle, is it? opposed to the 400. That's, that's mm-hmm. a huge difference between the two electric charges.
0: It's a massive swing and as I said, it look, look at your tariff um, because the unit price can range completely uh, depending on some people have free weekend um, electricity, much cheaper at night time um, and then other people haven't looked at their electricity bills for four or five years and they may be on a much higher tariff than they need to be.
1: And what about if you're charging them mostly at, you know, city points or in your local Aldi or Lidl or something like that?
0: Um, well, again, there's, I think for, for the supermarket, some of them are actually free. Um, although that that may be changing. Um, if you're using fast chargers, the rate can change. Um, like I think home charging was obviously your cheapest, um, your cheapest option. Um, and then if you use the national infrastructure to top up when you're on your longer journeys, it's still very, uh, it's comparatively much lower than still, you know, filling your tank of diesel or petrol.
1: Do you think we're on target to have the number of electric vehicles we're supposed to have by 2030? What What is the government promising? Uh,
0: for passenger cars, it's 840,000 um, electric vehicles on the road. Um, we're currently at 2% of the national car park. It's about 70,000 um, cars with the plug on the road at the moment. So it's a very ambitious target. Um, you know, I think the importance of keeping incentives are hugely important. Um, there's new models coming out every year. As I said, the the sales are going up. We've sold 86% more electric vehicles this year than last year, which is hugely positive. But there's no getting away from those. Those targets are very ambitious, and we need as much support as those to bring down the the initial cost, um, and also to to keep the instruct infrastructure ahead of.
1: Ahead of the sale. Okay, well, we'd love to know what the listeners think. If you have an electric car and it's going well for you, or if you think we don't have enough chargers around Limerick, get in touch with this mo- us this morning. You can give us a call on 461995 or WhatsApp 086 123 9595. Emma Mitchell, Operations Director of the Society of the Irish Motor Industry, thanks for joining us in Limerick today this morning.
0: Thanks, Gillian.